0: someone with me this morning. So everyone has a God appointed prophet. Especially in territories and in seasons of your life. So for example you are on campus now. And by virtue of divine leading you have found yourself here. You have a prophet in this season of your life. And you have a prophet as long as you are abiding within these territories. Without whom Without which, you are at a risk of exposure to danger because she is an agent of preservation. You are at a risk of exposure to mistakes in destiny because she is an agent of discovery. I'll give you another one. You are at a risk of living in hardship and lack of support. Is someone with me this morning? So I know what that I. Where do thoughts reside? Where do thoughts reside? so when he now said here yeah, I give you pastors according to what, so you, that thought that he has for you, thought of good and not of evil, NIV says to give you a future and a hope, that thought for you, when he finished having that thought for you, what the next thing he did, he now gave you a pastor, what's the responsibility of that pastor, we shall do what with knowledge and what, let me show you the product of that, can you do verse 17 16 for us can you do verse 16? He said, And it shall come to pass that what will happen? And be increased in there. So I will give you, I have a thought concerning you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then I will give you pastors according to those thoughts that I have had concerning you. And then it shall come to pass that as you serve under that priest that I have given to you ordained for you ordained i have anointed and sent him in order to bring you people out out of pains and affliction grant you preservation discovery and prosperity as you follow in that process something will happen to you and it will happen that you'll do what you'll do what you'll be multiplied and you will increase in the land in those days isaiah 8 verse 18 he said the children i and the children that the lord has given unto me they are for what signs and wonders it's not everybody sir it's those that are children that that statement was made by prophet are you with me this morning oh have i lost anybody let me see your hand we'll start again because if that is what i capture no i will still touch the other part but you have gotten me can i see your hand you followed me up to this extent Okay. those are not lifting up their hand Keep it you have not followed me up to this extent let me see your hand you have not followed me uh, listen to the recording later I will ask you whether you got it so in essence in summary in two lines what I am saying is that every believer when God has purposed a purpose for you in life and sent you into the world he will bring you under a priest he will bring you under a prophet and it, sometimes it is seasonal and territory based for example when you are on campus Are you listening to what I'm saying? That's the first thing I said. I said that God will bring you under priest, under a prophet, under a sent person, sent to you, and he will perform um, duties like preservation, prosperity, discovery of purpose, Eh? And, and increase and multiplication according to Jeremiah 3 verse 16. Now, when he brings you under that prophet and a priest, it is your responsibility to discover. Meanwhile, he has given you, but it is your responsibility to do what? to discover he he or she has been given responsibilities. You, your own responsibility number one is to discover that this person is sent to me as my prophet. That's the discovery I'm talking about. This person might be the pastor of everybody but he's sent to me as my prophet. As my own priest. Does it make sense now? That's the point. Does it make sense now? That's the point, me. I'm trying to make. That God has intentionally done it, and I've shown you scriptures: Hebrews five verse one, we've done Jeremiah three fifteen, we've done Amos three seven, we've done Second Chronicles twenty twenty, we've done Hosea twelve thirteen. As we are going, you still see more scriptures because I have, in establishing doctrine, you have less of your speech and less more of what God is actually saying. Doctrine is just the perception of. The kingdom, Christ and his kingdom concerning a subject matter. Are we together this morning? Maybe you've gotten it. You've gotten it. Now, like the topic I said, is that we are, I'm showing you, I'm about to show you how to receive the ministry of your sent prophet. I can't buttress this enough. That someone is your pastor does not mean he's your prophet. Who? That's what, that's the point. I felt the only just said you didn't get that part. That someone is a pastor of a church that you worship in, it doesn't mean that person is your sent prophet. That's what I'm trying to say. You have to discover that I am in this territory, in uh, on campus, and on in this campus, I have subscribed to the leadership of God. By the leading of God, you are the one that said it is not me. That God wants you to worship in chapter. Is it not? Is it not? Big uh, uh, God wants you to worship in assemblies. You are here. So you said it. It's not me. Me, I'm not here. I was not around when God told you. That God wants you to worship where? In Chapel of Praise. And serve him where? Now, that you are in Chapel of Praise and there is a chaplain does not mean that you have discovered that the chaplain is your sent prophet. It's, there are two things. You can serve here six years ago. Sorry that I used to say six years ago. It's not a strike. Here. Me, I'm a realist. I used to factor in uh, as... <laughs> No, me I'm a realist. I don't, I don't like like now. You are the one that is complaining that you spend six years. If you are said that you are coming, you are coming. if you if you if you want to do it in five years, in four years and six months, go to a private school. They will do strike. So I'm here in now. say, internal one is, <laughs> but the Lord will save them in Jesus' name. So in in six years for engineering, in five years for 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 for, for the science for the science. You can be here and spend all of those years, but you don't know that God has sent a prophet to perform certain responsibilities over your life. That's the point me I'm making. But you have been coming to church and you have been serving. It means, therefore, that you will you are exposed to every danger that God had appointed a priest for you in order to shield you from. Do you get my point now? But you are serving God, but you are coming to church. See, in... in well, I wish you guys understand one thing that ignorance is. They used to say ignorance is not excuse in the law. Ignorance is not excuse in the spiritual do you, do you know why? Because even the devil works hard to know God. In James chapter three, he said the devil knoweth God and do fear. You, you don't. Know. <laughs> it's unbelievers that it's believers that don't read the Bible. I had a Muslim boss, and I was working in Lagos. He has read the Bible. He, we have we have discussions about the Bible. The Bible says the devil knows God. It means, how did the devil know God? He read the Bible. So don't be surprised. Those that will go to hellfire, you are not here in Jesus' name. Those that will go to hellfire, you see a Bible in the bookshelf. (laughs) Amplified message Bible. Because when you are about to have an idea to be foolish, he, he, he will bring it from the Bible to support it. So he has to study the Bible very well that's why jesus said the letter does what <laughs> you don't understand why that was it. it is the spirit was it jesus or paul paul said the letter what kill it the spirit is what make it alive now how do we receive the ministry of your prophet how how do you receive it so when i said that at first you might be here you don't know that's what i want to go now quickly number one recognize she is sent from God to you. Recognize she is sent from God to you. That this this how now will separate those that are coming to church and they know that the church has a chaplain, and those that are recognized, they've discovered that beyond just being the one set over the chapel to ensure order and everything. She is sent as a prophet to my destiny. This, this, this will, will change your attitude and will change your experience. I will, I will, I'm, challenging, I'm telling you as someone who has enjoyed all the benefits of this prophet sent to my destiny. There are some personal things I would love to share, and that's why I was very happy that she's not around. How she would tell you, God said to me, break a fast and eat. We would have fasted to also <laughs> and that is why those who are without a mentor they don't end well they end up mental mm. <laughs> those, those who are without a mentor end up mental is the it truth it's something that is currently an issue in the body of Christ in Nigeria a huge issue currently alright so number one recognize she sent from God to you John chapter 1 verse 6 they are men of God they are men from God John chapter 1 verse 6 there was a man sent from God and his name is what John no not John we know there was a man sent from God so they are men of God and they are men from who God. So, number one, for you, you to receive the ministry of your sent prophet, you have to recognize that this person is not the pastor of this church alone. It's not the chaplain over the chaplaincy alone. Is the prophet sent from God to me with specific responsibilities that I have already outlined? So, if you are not sure of this fact, you, you, I, will, I will be able to excuse some of your behaviors because you don't know this. And so, in, let's do 2 Kings chapter 4. Discovering that God has sent a prophet to you is the difference between an nominal life and extraordinary life. That's the difference. Discovering that God has sent a prophet to you is the difference between living a life of struggle and battles to a life of complete victory. Second Kings chapter 4. We have the issue of the woman of what? Shunammite. Let, we'll read it together. It's a long read. from Beginning from verse 1. And then I'll point out things, establish that point, and move on to the next one. Second Kings chapter 4. Receiving the ministry of your sent prophet. Now, there cried a certain woman of... No, no, verse 8. Let's do the second story. Verse 8. Verse 8. And it fell on a day. You know that elisha passed to shunem where was a great woman a great woman and she constrained him to eat bread and so it was that as of as he passed by he turned in thither to eat bread and she said unto her husband behold now now i perceive that this is a holy man of god which passed by us what I love it when people follow me. don't read the Bible with the with with the spirit about don't, read, don't always read the Bible with the knowledge you came with. Please always read the Bible brand new so that he can give you. Let's go to verse eight again. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. At that point, the woman of Shunamite didn't, didn't know who Elisha was. This is Elisha passing by a street maybe like he cut up by the passing and then a woman constrained him come and do what sir you have been passing here often whatever you are going to do in that place you've been passing you go you come back come in and do what and eat then you now be continuing on your journey now this happened for a while then suddenly one day she said I perceive that this is a holy man of God it means at first she was doing what is called hospitality she was just assisting someone by the road likewise some of us we have been doing what is called service we've just coming around and serving until the day you perceive and your eyes are open that oh this is the servant of God and a prophet sent to me it your attitude what what happened next verse nine and she said unto her husband behold now before now I was just doing like I'm helping a poor man who has no food now I perceive that this is a holy man of God which passes by us continually. Let us make a little chamber. So provision was now made such that, sir, when you make your journey and go, no need to return the same day. Enter here, rest, and then in eat, and then the next day you get on your journey. So this the the re, receiving the ministry of your sent prophet begins number one. What can you read what you wrote? Number one is what? sent prophet from who to who number two no how do you how do you prove this let me help you how do you prove you you ask certain questions how are you sure of this number one you realize that she is anointed to lead and do the work with evidence with what with evidences how do you know how do you prove that this person is after having descended you now need some evidences to be sure. You ask certain questions with evidences. Because when Jesus came, that's why the very first thing Jesus did after coming out of the wilderness 40 days fasting, he said, I eh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the gospel to the poor and anointed me to, began to declare his own purpose. And everything after that, he was showing evidences to that, 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 that thing I said, that the Spirit of God has anointed me. It was showing evidence to it. Number two, you'll find out that she does not compromise the word of God to please people. She will not. That's how you know that this one is really sent to me as a prophet. When you misbehave, she will give it to you without compromise. Irrespective of your stature, reputation, and level. She does not compromise the word of God to please men. I wish you have read the book of Galatians. When you read the book of Galatians, you, you, when you study, not read, when you study the book of Galatians, you'll come back and then you, you'll, you'll be a little bit more humble. Because when Paul was writing the book of Galatians, at one point he said, Oh foolish Galatians. Oh, you, get, you have not studied the Bible. Pick up the book of Galatians. You, when you finish reading the book of Galatians, if Paul was shouting so much that around that kind of chapter 5, he was now saying, eh, I know I've been shouting since chapter 1. In Aaron chapter 5, he said, I know I've been shouting since, but it is, should I show you? Open your Bible to Galatians. Ooh. Holy Spirit, please help me. Mm. Verse 16. 4 verse 16. meanwhile it is a a letter a letter that he wrote but the language of the letter he wrote sounded like he's beating them so you know you uh, you know how you are writing something and it's so hard that you have now already preempted people's reaction to it so he now started saying am i your enemy because of the way i've been talking to you because i tell you the truth in verse if you just jump to verse 18 he said it is good to be zealously affected in a good thing. It is good that I am, I am complaining to you. It is good that I am shouting at you. It is good that I am, I am doing... You know how you have talked and talked and talked. You now saw that people are now saying you are shouting too much. You are now explaining why. That's what Paul was doing there. So, number two, you will find out that she doesn't compromise. Your saint prophet will not compromise the word of God to please you. Number three and the last. Eh? Your sent prophet will walk in God's love to serve and sacrifice for you. Your sent that's how you know. Whether it's the one that always says bring, bring, or the one that always says take, take. Your sent prophet will serve in God's love to serve and sacrifice for you. Acts 20, verse 29. And he said, verse 28. He said, Take heed therefore unto yourself and to all the flock over which the Lord the Holy Ghost had made you overseers to feed the church of God not to, to eat from it so number 1 is what recognize that she's sent from God to you number 2 is receive receive her receive her receive her receive her. Mark chapter 6 verse 1 to 6. What does it mean to receive? This means to accept what is offered to you. Receive her ministry. Receive her ministry. It means to accept what is offered to you. It means acknowledging, you know, acknowledging and approving her authority over your life. Receive her ministry. Receive her according to the word of God. as, as According to as she is in God receive her that's number two what it means to receive our ministry receive her when you receive her you accept what she says to you when you receive her you acknowledge that god has instituted her as an authority over you when you have received her you are receive means to whatever you receive you possess am i right oh guys am i right whatever you receive you have so you don't even know that in sometimes in rejecting the minister of a person, what you are rejecting is the grace of God that would have walked towards you. So when you receive whatever you receive, whatever is offered to you that you receive, you become blessed as a result. You become blessed as a result. Now, Mark chapter 6 verse 1 to 6, the Bible says and he went out from thence and went into a certain country. Right? And then and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence had this wisdom and these things, and what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his name? And in verse 3, they began to say, Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Jesus, and of Judah and of Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. And Jesus said unto, him, unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Whatsoever you reject, what you don't know is that you have rejected the grace that would have worked for you. So, in in Jesus' homeland, Jesus did the least number of miracles. Where, Where Jesus was from? It's like a governor or a president that was from a place. And if you go to his village, his village is the least developed out of everywhere. And that was why? Because they didn't receive. When he came, what they saw was a carpenter, not a man of God. So how you see whom God has sent you determines what you get from whom God has sent you. So while they saw a carpenter, the only thing he could do was maybe if anybody's chair had broken, he would have been able to fix it. But the Bible says, "In let me say something that um, you might not believe." Mark six verse five is it there? He said, "He said, and he could do no mighty work." It means he said, "Save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them." It means that, oh should I say? It means that Jesus tried to heal a cripple and he could not. He could. Before they say you cannot, it means you tried. Are you with me this morning? It's blasphemy, Abi. He said he could not except a few sick folk. It means that it was only headache, malaria, you know, stomach ache, you know, chest pain. That's the that's the one. Waste, pain. Jesus was able to do that one. But when he could dare do no mighty work, it means he tried. He, he tried nothing work. Because when they came to him, well, immediately he came, they said, Is it not Akman and Mary? Abasi. <laughs> How many of you don't understand the Bible? Let me see your hand. Hey, yeah, your story is touched. You don't understand. Let me see your hand. Wow, yeah, your story is touching. What happened to your school? Sorry, 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 it's jammed, it's not your fault. They jammed you away from your school. So, what I meant was when Jesus was preaching in their hearts, they said, Ah, 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 ah. no, be Judah, brother, be this, no, be Simeon, brother, be this. And the next thing they said, Ah, his sister's not among us. He's, you know, they would say, ah, ah, no, be his sister, be this guy, girlfriend, no, be. <laughs> He said his sister was what? Among us. He's not his sister that we saw wearing tight skirts on the road the other day. So they didn't receive his ministry in their hearts. And Jesus could not do any mighty work. He tried. The Bible says the only thing he could do was a few sick folk. When you don't receive the ministry of your sent prophet, what you don't realize is that you limit the grace that would have been supplied towards you. Number three. What does it mean? How do you receive the ministry of your sent prophet? Number three. John 13 verse 20. Let me say something. John 13 verse 20. Still on that point. John 13 verse 20 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that receiveth whomsoever I send, receiveth who? Who is making this statement? Who is making this statement? Jesus Whoever receives whom I sent. So if God has sent a prophet to you, you don't know that in your rejection of that, I know if Jesus comes inside this place now, and maybe, you know, by a supernatural way of knowing, all of us knows that it's Jesus. Our attitudes will change. Troy, yes. Or automatic. This one that is sitting like you are in a beer pile or bending to one, immediately everybody will just, everybody, Jesus. On, on your status, you just put Jesus around. It will just appear on your startup. Some of you that you don't know that you are evangelist, let Jesus come. You'll be you that's when you know you can win souls. You'll be telling people Jesus is around. He's in each appear, he's coming next Sunday. He said he's preaching in first service. But Jesus here is saying that whosoever received whom I send is me that you are receiving. That's simple. It means, therefore, that how you re- relate and receive. God's servant in your midst is how you will really relate and receive Jesus if you were alive when he came. It's easier to follow Jesus now because the Bible has been written to completion. You've seen how all of those who followed him ended well. But go back to the days of the apostles when there was nothing exciting about following a man on the street of Galilee walking from place to place. At one point he said foxes have holes, birds have nests the son of man has no way to lay his head. Try following him that time. Meanwhile, he came with no reputation. Meaning, he didn't come as a son of a great man. He came as a carpenter. For the first 30 years of his life, nobody heard anything about him. And he appeared and said, follow me. You, Some of you will look at him and show you t- where he As in, is everything okay? Who are you that I'm following? How are you? What's going on here? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, my, what I'm saying today is, you should look inside and look inward. Whom do you think God's servant is representing? And in receiving, whom do you think you're actually receiving? Number three, how do you how do you receive the ministry of your sent prophet? Number three, you honor her. Malachi 1 verse 6. He said, ye are my sons and I am your father. And as your father I ask where is my honor? I know that a lot of things have been said about this topic on social media recently, so I'm going to try my best to balance this. Now, anybody that will tell you not to honor your prophet does not value your life. First Timothy 5 verse 17. Count them of double honor, them who have labored in the word and in doctrine. Count them of double honor. Them who have labored in the word and in doctrine. If honor is not in place concerning a man of God, you will you, he, the blessings eh, that are supposed to come from a man of God over your life cannot be in place. It is a heart that is full of honor that connects to the heart of the minister and releases blessing to you. Now, what I'm trying to say is this. If I come here, and as I'm preaching to you, all of you are already having opinions of me in your heart. Anybody here that is seated here, as I'm saying speaking to you, not having honor for me speaking to you, you can never receive the blessings that this teaching was supposed to produce. Because it is a good and an honest heart that qualifies to bear fruit with patience. And one of those ways is that even if the person standing and bringing God's words to you is smaller than you, if without a position of honor in your heart, it is impossible to receive that blessing. Count them of double honor. It is those who give double honor to a minister that qualify for a double portion. When Elisha was treading the, the axe head and, then, and was taking care of things in his farm, Elijah passed by, dropped the mantle upon his shoulder. It means, honor, what would you have done? Meanwhile, dropping the mantle did not pass any specific communication yet you see that elijah dropped that which he did ran after went to elijah and said let me bid my parents goodbye he said have i done anything to you do whatever you thinks he made right on today he gathered he destroyed the yoke the oxens the the oxen equipment he used he used the the wood made firewood killed one of his rams and fed the people meaning he destroyed any hope of coming back to business and followed elijah when elijah was to leave he said oga the cost i paid in following you the only blessing that qualifies for me is a double portion. He he received it. Don't let anyone tell you that when you honor a man of God, you are worshiping a man of God. The difference between the two is when a man of God has automatically taken the position of God in your life. Well, let me also tell you the sincere truth. You can't honor a man of God and say, you can't dishonor a man of God and actually say that you honor God. If he's your sent prophet from God to you, we will know your regard for God when we see your regard for your sent prophet. Now, let me say this. Honor, let me define it in real terms. Because honor does not mean that you stand in front and you bow your head whenever she comes around and you, you kneel down, you lie down. You know, the yorubas are very good in you know physical show of honor. They will lie down roll and roll to the left, roll to the right two times, to the left three times, and then that shows honor. What does honor mean? Honor means holding with high respect and regard. Holding with what? Some of us with all due respect, I'm not saying this spite anybody, the contempt in our heart concerning God's servant can never allow any blessing to flow in your life. It doesn't mean that when they say, let's, let's celebrate the chaplain that you don't stand up and clap your hands. I mean the contempt in your heart. It can come from anything. You, funny enough, you can even see that that thing that is making you have contempt is a right thing. How be it if there is no place and position of honor. Honor means to hold in high regard and in high respect. First Thessalonians 5, verse 12. I said I will never speak a word of my mouth or show you doctrine on how to receive the ministry of your saint prophet. Because all of you must leave this place and enter into the fullness of the blessings that is upon God's servant especially those of you final year before you leave you must know how to pull grace and blessings out of a man of God you pull it out and go with it wherever you want to go 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12 and we beseech you brethren know them which labor among you and over you in the Lord and admonish you verse 13 esteem them how esteem them how can we do verse 13? Esteem them how? Is it highly? Like highly only? How should you esteem them? The word esteem has little to do with physical demonstration as in heart posture. Esteem. Verse 12 says, start by observing who is laboring over you. When you see who is laboring over you. Now, esteem that person very highly in... For their work's sake, in love. And that's the way you'll be at peace among yourself. If you can't say you a man you honor or a woman you honor, you'll be in a position and then your heart, it, when the person appears, the only thing that pops up in your heart is condemnation. You don't know. To you, you'll be given a valid reason with which to look upon in contempt. But you don't know that that is just one of the seeds the devil has placed in your life. In order that you save God upon chapel of Pre- the place that you have chosen to belong to, whereunto God has appointed blessings for you, but due to a little small seed in your heart, you will serve and return and there will be no evidence. Whereas people also served and left and their lives are speaking today. In fact, you serve and leave and the decisions and your actions while you serve will fight even the progress you are attempting to make just because you stand in a place and the heart was wrong. Because there's something I'm about to tell you that whenever you oppose your sent prophet, it is God we are opposing. And it is very funny because in your room at night, you will now pray to that same God that in the daytime, you oppose. You see why you will never make progress? Because even his hand is shortened to save. Because at the point, he wants to bless you. After praying a prayer and he has set his heart to bless you, when you turn the next day, the very, very thought of your heart opposes the one whom God appointed you to serve under. And it is difficult. See, in this kind of teaching, if you cannot repent in this one, the only solution is to leave. In this one that is why the cry of repentance is always a, a, a terrible cry because it, has, it it is certain that put it is only God that can remove it if you don't cry until it is removed you have wasted years and ages this one I'm telling you it's not the one that you pray and then God will do it tomorrow if you leave this place and tomorrow the same contempt is still there again in your this time around with we'll knowledge you know that you are fighting your progress and so you highly esteem in love because the word said, not a man said. Jesus admonished. Not a man said. So, it is scriptural and the will of God. Irrespect- man, listen to me. This esteem I'm talking about here is not, res- is, is not, is not by, because of what this person has done. It's because of who this person is. Let me, let me add that. Irrespective of all, the question there is esteem them highly for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. It means therefore that there is no valid reason that is, is valid enough for you to at any time hold the person in disregard. You don't understand what I'm saying. It's not because of what they have done alone. Is because of who they are. They have been established a prophet over your destiny and preservation. Discovery, prosperity is tied to that prophet. You will keep your knees down and honor, irrespective of how you feel. You will tell your heart and say, "My destiny is at the main, as long as the Lord has appointed you under a family." And I said, "This is where a high priest is taken from among men and ordained to who." as long as this is the high priest that was ordained with oil that your prosperity is tied to you will leave this school having fought a high priest and the grace of that high priest will oppose you the rest of your destiny Sir, spiritual men, whenever when you get into ministry over time you have an experience, when someone comes to you with struggles, you don't quick to pray you discern, because many times you will tell the person and say the spirit of God is telling me there is a man you have to go and apologize to but you can decide to go on a three days dry fasting, when you come back the situation will be worse It's not a matter of spiritual hierarchy. It's a matter of grace. He has been called unrepentantly by grace and set over you. It means therefore that even when oh, how should I put this delicately? sir? Even when Samson was sleeping with a woman, if at a point the children of Israel said you cannot judge us again, the Philistines will kill them. Maybe you understand what I'm saying. now. It's irrespective. If they at any point say, the other day I saw you with a woman, you are not fit to lead us again. All of them will just carry their bags and be going to the Philistines' houses. Now, that is why if you see a laborer among you or your saint prophet who has been able to subject him or herself unto discipline, you appreciate God. Because the conditions of God is that whether they were right or wrong, if you see the one that is striving to be right, you are blessed. And that is why when people come to complain to me about their pastor, that their pastor did this, the first statement that will come to my mouth is, Oga, if you cannot submit, leave. There is no two ways about it. The scripture is sacrosanct on that. He is ordained a prophet unto you. And on that note, okay? In fact, if you leave outside when it is worse because god set you in solitary families you need permission from god to live, because sometimes he had taken you there to pick up the mantle of intercession so even if you now say my pastor is doing this the god will now tell you that is why i took you there that is even when why i took you there if you live without his blessing also even where you are going to you realize that <laughs> maybe some of you have experienced this the more you serve the more you have issues because that was no way, God. I, I, I'm giving you scripture. God settled the solitary family. I hope you know. I hope you know that I'm not speaking a word of my own. So when you leave this place, be the Berean Christians. Go Open your Bible and search for that. If those things I'm telling you are true, you hold your sent prophet in high regard and high esteem in your heart, irrespective of all. Number two, how do you show honor? you 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 can never speak ill of someone whom you honor I'm, I'm telling you as a as a life i have seen that one it's by experience i'm telling you this one you can't i mean your heart will not even be you will not even allow your heart to think it that's why what we'll pray for this morning will be true grace i don't know how you have been praying prayers before but the one you pray this morning will be true grace like t-r-u-e grace you'll be looking for grace to live like this That is the only way you can experience the provisions in your sent prophet. I started by saying you must recognize that she is beyond just your pastor and a chaplain over a chaplaincy. She is sent as your own sent prophet from God. Number two, you must learn how to do what? How to what? How to what? Receive the ministry. That means it has to do with positioning. Positioning to receive. number three you must honor and on that honor i am telling you that number one honor means highly regard number two it means you cannot speak ill of that person oh 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 this is the one that me i'm telling you that every point in your life you will need repentance you cannot you will need grace in order not to fall short of this one if your strength can help you in the first one this one you need grace because there is no mouth of man that was meant to do anything than to talk. You will be in positions. You need grace that will be planted upon your heart like this stapled. Like, that's the only way me. I'm explaining how. That's the only way I'm living. That's the only way I'm living. Grace will have to be plastered, plastered on your heart like this. bar That no matter what you hear, your heart cannot even think it. Because this is the prophet sent for your liberation. Your heart cannot think it. I am telling you this by prophecy. When I teach I'll tell you the one I'm preparing notes. I'll tell you the one that is prophetic. I told you how this topic came. Am I right? That's how I started. Because so many struggles people are going through is because the covering that i appointed for you on campus is open. And you jump one to the other, one to the other, looking for prayers here and there. It can't work. God designed you to come under a covering. Now, some of you will say, give me first Peter two verse 18. Some of you will say, I am not able to, I don't always speak, I don't always speak ill. Speaking ill refers to hearing ill, it covers hearing ill. If you are here and you are positioned that someone can come to your to you and talk about your sent prophet derogatorily and you can hear. Uh, that's <laughs> you've know not honored. Servants be subject to your masters with all fear not only to the good and gentle but only to also to the what now i love another translation he said not only to the simple ones but to the hard and difficult ones meaning that's why i said irrespective of all is the bible that I said it irrespective this calling is a strong calling sir that is why god when he wants to bless you i will tell you as a beneficiary he will bless you he will take the grace of I'm coming there I'm, that's the last point I'll make you will take a, a grace upon that your servant and fight your enemies because you have learned to highly agree. that so you don't if you honor a man today you cannot think I'm not talking about talk you cannot the thought cannot I'm not saying the thought came you now ignored it the thought cannot come and this is the only way I can explain to you it cannot somebody will come to you to say and they will know that is it covenant don't there's no need you can never have conversations with covenant about somebody that he respects ask everybody around me they know you can never you can ask people around me you can't you can't i'm, I'm begging you to ask Oh, you can't the minute you even come and once, you're, once I even discern what you are coming to do, I face you have changed topic. You can't. Because this heart is, I'm, I, I call it, jealously guarded. Because when it comes to plant a seed in your heart, some of you don't oh, Some of you don't know that an offense always comes through a person. It's a seed that someone must come to plant. You don't know that. There are people that are communicators of offense. They are disruptors of destiny. Their own is just to come and say something that will start as a small seed and start growing in your heart. Towards robbing you of your destiny. Me, those are things I have discovered over time. And so if you come to my life and I observe that whenever you come to my life, you always leave a bitter feeling. You always leave a bad feeling. You always leave a, a, I'll always be, I'll always be burdened when you leave. Oh, the next time you come, I, covenant will tell you. I say, oh God, don't you ever have a positive outlook on life? Why are you always filled with so much negativity? Are you a believer? And this means irrespective of the person, sir. If you are someone I can't talk to, I will avoid you. At all costs. You will just know that I don't want to have anything to do with you again. So I'm begging you guys. Honor means what? Esteem highly. And number two, it means you speak good. When and by speaking, I mean you are not even hearing. Of course, I've shown you in John 13 verse 20 that if you are honoring your saint prophet, you're actually honoring God. There's something that a lot of people do, and I want to add it here. You, you will not need it here, but I want to add it for you when you leave this place. You are never in a position to correct your saint prophet. You are never. Please give me Romans four, verse fourteen. Your God servant in this place, God has helped her, a discipline by her, her own self discipline. So I, I mean, you are you went maybe you left you went to NYC, you now went to a church that the pastor is doing all sort of nonsense. They know born you well, eh? go, and, go and ask go and ask who should i even tell you to go and ask when you make heaven there's someone that you should go and ask it's david Abi? he didn't kill solo he cut the clothes just to show so that i had the permission to kill you what was the punishment god said how dare you touch my anointed see anointed that wants to kill another anointed Oh, this was a battle of two anointed but David was anointed. Saul was anointed. But when God wanted to talk, he referred to David as unanointed. Because, listen, me, I'm the one that anointed Saul. Whether I've anointed you two, it doesn't make him unanointed. How dare you touch? If I am David, I would have uh, was, are you anointed. Abi Kinney. Is the only one anointed? You now have so both of us are anointed now. Because so many times I know you are a man of deep spirituality. And you think that you have qualified to correct your saint prophet. Is that Romans 4 verse 14? 4 verse 14. Or 14 verse 4. This is simple because you are not in a position to, this, this is the reason. I want to balance it for you. Who art thou to judge another man's servant? For if he be followed, he shall be holding up. God is able to make him stand. There's a brother that is going around to you right now, teaching all sort of amazing things. If you hear me talk, eh, if that discussion comes up, I hear me put my opinion. I only say what I know. But concerning his conclusion, it's not in your hands. Once you hear me say one thing, that's the end of what I, I will say. This is what I heard. This is what I saw. Why I've seen his conclusion. Because all your life, you try to go and correct another man's servant. And God is saying that me, I will raise him up. <laughs> And you, in your trying to correct him, you have entered into error because the Bible has not given you permission to. You didn't call him, you don't have a right to correct him. That's why I said that your best approach, this one is for outside, it's not for you. It's to inter in intercession for him. If you don't have anything to say, pray. If you don't have strength to pray, keep quiet. Honor your sent prophet, recognize first of all. That she sent to you to bless you, not just because you are serving here. She's the pastor by here. She's sent to bless you. Receive her ministry. Position yourself. Honor her. Number four. Listen and follow her instructions. Proverbs thirteen verse one. It is self-deception to say that this person is my sent prophet. But when he gives you an instruction and you don't follow, it is self-deception. When he gives you an instruction. He said, the Holy Spirit said, eh? in my time of personal communion, the Holy Spirit said, Proverbs 13 verse 1. 13 verse 1. Oh, God will help us. Can somebody say, God help me? God help me. Oh, can you say, God help me? Alright. So, you listen to her and follow her instructions. God will always use your sent prophet.'" to pass instructions to you for your own benefit. When the king of Samaria was faced in battle, he recognized that even though I am a king, Elisha is my prophet. In fact, if you read that story, he referred to Elisha as my father, my father. Am I right? Am I right? So he recognized that though I am the king of this nation, but I have a spiritual father somewhere. I have someone that God has put in authority. For every priest is taken out of men and ordained for men. So this high priest is the one that I have been privileged to serve under. And so he said, sir, this battle, we have an army. How be it, we need a prophetic verdict. We need what? A prophetic verdict. And so, listen. And and then what did Elisha say? Use this bow, strike the ground three times. He struck two times and stopped meaning partial obedience is not obedience. Partial obedience is disobedience. He said, because you struck only two times, the Lord will annihilate them in your time, but in your son's time, they will ride all of you over. I wish we knew that obedience to prophet has a bearing upon our generations to come. I wish we acknowledged these things. That even beyond campus, eh, recognizing and receiving the ministry of your sent prophet as a bearing on your future. I wish, I'm teaching from a position of pain, like pain and passion for you. At the end of this retreat, nothing will stand as an hindrance to your life, especially yourself. You will walk in the fullness of what God has ordained for you. And so take note. That you have to learn to listen irrespective of your experience on a matter, listen. Listen. Just just listen first. Just listen. And follow instructions. When you have accepted and acknowledged that this person, God has set him over your life, it is another thing entirely to surrender to authority. So while God has given high responsibilities concerning each and every one of us, God, your own responsibility, simple, is to surrender to authority. Because, oh, this is how... I discover this is some. sometimes it's women that I feel the most. You I mean, this outside this place now. Any wife who does not acknowledge that any wife of a man of God who does not acknowledge that his husband is not just a husband but a man of God who will struggle to experience the blessings that members of the church are experiencing. You don't, I, my mom would kneel down and serve my father. Like, not kneel down like and serve my father. I don't know what they do in the room. Well, that's what I'm telling. The the members will be receiving testimonies, but she will be begging him for money. Because he's your husband. This is where God has given me grace. That's why I believe I am qualified to teach this one. That even those that are my brothers, permit me to, to mention names, that I will go to Sadev and say, sir, I hope you know, I know you are my brother. I know uh, spiritually you are my brother. But I hope you know that you have the right to correct me should you see me go wrong. And I, you can ask him on chat. The circumvent I say this to you. I say, I hope you know. Now, I'm trying to tell you, he's not assumed, he's he's not assuming submission. I hope you know. When God put you as chapel rep over me serving here. God was not mistaken. He knew I'm, I'm going to be under your leadership. So it was intentional in the heart of God. So I hope you know that I mean this after we are finished school in ministry now. If you see me go wrong I hope you know you can correct me. This one now. So I don't care what you said Sadev did. In my mind he's my sent prophet. Oh you don't, you don't get it. He's a brother that was sent to aid my destiny. And so, even if you paint a picture and you plaster it here, I will pass. He can't enter the heart. And so, Sir Vincent knows too. I hope, sir, you know that. Meanwhile, all of them, you call them, sir. I call them, sir. That I hope you know that you can correct me if at any time you see me misbehaving. No, I'm giving you the authority over my life. I know it's difficult for you to even serve under your, your sent prophet. How much more your unit head? But I'm bringing you a revelation now that will aid your work with God. That you must be able to listen and follow instructions. Proverbs 13, verse 1. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but his he scorn a hearing not rebuke in hebrews chapter 10 he said why are you complaining when god is rebuking you a father chastened a son that he loves if mama has not corrected you before i'm telling you personally that i mean you wrong just one day just go to her and say please ma correct me i need co- I, ma. you have not corrected me before i need correction i don't mean you did something wrong that one, if you did something wrong you are already overdue for correction i mean You are on your own and you have never received correction before. Tell my mama, don't you love me enough to at least see something to correct? (laughs) Is there anybody here that your mother has not corrected you before? You are adopted. Oh, you are adopted. And, And your adoption, they already had children before they adopted you. So if you waste your life, it's not anybody's business. And then I want to touch this. Bless your sent prophet. Bless your sent prophet. You bless your sent prophet. Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet. Eh? He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet qualifies for a prophets. The word. Bless your prophet. Let's do first. 1 Kings chapter 4. Let's do that quickly. Go back to that 1 Kings chapter 4. Then we take it and then we close. 1 Kings chapter 4. So, it is natural for you in your position, in your position of nothingness, in your, listen to me, in your position of smallness, eh? One of the ways you receive the ministry of your prophet is when something of value leaves your life and touches her heart. You didn't hear me? When something of value leaves your life and speaks to a heart. So, I'm leaving you to go and think of what that could be. You have to, for you to position yourself and, you know, receive the ministry of your saint prophet. Let's go First Kings 4, second Kings, pardon me, 4. Let's start from that verse 8 again. Second Kings 4 and verse 8. 2 Kings 4. And verse 8. That, especially verse 9, said, You know? And he said, yeah, let's start from verse 8. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem. Where was what? A great woman. Now, talking about a woman who already had reputation. A woman who had skills. A woman who was probably a professional in those days. What I'm trying to say is that that woman was influential. She would have succeeded and agreed that she does not need any prophet, any man of God in her life. God is blessing her already. She's doing very well. She's married to the husband. Of, and she, she's already married to a politician. A great woman. For the Bible to use the adjective great, it means that if you look at her life, it appeared as if she lacked nothing. I will show you what that means. Let's go to verse 9. And he said what? And Okay, no, stay here. And she constrained. I know when you go to give your saint prophet something and maybe she says, Oh, don't worry. God bless you. You already Oh, Thank you, mama. (laughs) You put it back because in your heart, you were just praying that, Oh, thank you. Please, as I'm coming, just say thank you. And when she just said, ah," She constrained him. Do you know what it means, constrained? It means compelled. It means begged. There's something she knew that you didn't know. And I'm going to show you. She constrained him to eat bread. Can we jump to verse 10? Verse 10. And so when it gets to verse 10, the Bible says, let us make a little chamber. I prayed you on the wall. Verse 11. Verse 11. And it fell on a day that he came thither. And he turned into the chamber and did what? Suddenly the king could not sleep. He laid down to sleep. Suddenly he could not sleep. Let's see verse 12. He called out to himself his servant and said, Call this Shunammite. What did I say? You must ensure that something of value leaves your life and touches her heart. Call this Shunammite. And in verse 13, Say unto her, Behold, you have been careful for us with all this care. What should we do for you? Do you want me to speak to the king or the captain of the host? What can I do for you? She said, I dwell among my own people. In other words, I'm not sure I have any need currently. Verse 14. They now had to turn and discuss among themselves. He said, what can we do for her? Listen to me. If you know how to cause something of value to touch your saint prophet's heart, it will be a discussion between her and God. How, How should we bless you? No, you don't understand. It's one thing for you to pray to God to bless you. It's another thing for someone to hold God to a meeting and say, we need to discuss how to bless this boy. We need to we need to agree together on how to bless this girl. Let me tell you the truth. That's how so many of former chapelites today are being blessed in life. Because I, I mean, i knowing this one by experience that the, eh, my saint prophet, she will go to God one-on-one and say, please, but well, if you know her, you know that she will put it in the Oh, but see, You have to talk on how this child has to be blessed for me. This is someone that to her, she didn't know she had a need. Geass is the one saying, I'm not sure I've seen a child in this house. But to her, she has already concluded that maybe a very good doctor, you know she's a great woman. She has traveled to the best gynecologist and they've told her, see the way your womb is, there's no child even your children will not have children. The way you cannot have children in your generation. The way so for her not to mention that she needed a child, something makes me think that she has concluded that I am done for in this life. But when you have a priest intercede for you, even the needs you didn't know you have is God that will bring by revelation. He said, But this woman does not have a child. Please, sir. Elisha didn't pray a prayer. He said, go and tell her that by this time next year. That takes me to my last point. How receiving the blessings. Receiving the blessings. And I want to also say this, that in blessing your sent prophet, it's not only materially, it is spiritually. It is stewardly. It is stewardly. It is stewardly. It is stewardly. It is every opportunity through which something of value can live your life and bless her heart. I am telling you the truth. It doesn't matter a crusade that I will finish preaching as Jesus tries to come and the miracles that I will record. If mama is in that meeting, immediately that meeting is done, I am carrying her bag. It doesn't matter. It is stewardly. I mean, when something of value leaves your life. It is still worship. It doesn't matter how many wife and children I will have. If the day I meet her, the child, someone else is carrying the child. Because it is an opportunity to serve. is an opportunity to demonstrate that I recognize that she is my sent prophet. Are you getting what I am saying? So that is why every opportunity to come around is an opportunity to serve again. Don't understand what i'm saying I, but, no there are things that I, I don't want to go into details right now but there's nothing i would see that i would have done for my mother or in my house that i would go and i see and i let it undone or invited to do it is impossible it is impossible me now like this throughout my stay here it is my personal responsibility to empty the waste bin in our office i'm just telling you an example that's that's my own Calling as I am here. No, you think I came here to preach on the other. I, I came and I discovered that one. Whenever I go there, I'm praying that nobody should remove it. Everybody should be blind. The first thing I will do, I will empty it. I will empty it. I will empty it. Because many times you will go and you will familiarize and God is looking at you and is laughing. He said, Look at your prophet. No, look at your prophet. No, look at your prophet. Stand up. Let me show you something. Man, the things I'm going... Let me start giving you some personal examples so that you know that you need the heart of God. I have never stood at the same line with Mama ever since I came to this school. If Mama is standing here, I'm standing here. I have never stood like this beside Mama. Maybe all of these times you'll start, you start observing. Like forever. It means I'm in a position to go for an errand. You need a heart, sir. Eh? You hear what I'm saying? As I'm saying this, I'm being goosebumps because I'm broken in motion. I would never, never at a point eh, pray that God, this is my need. This is my need. I know a way to get in my needs. I know a God that can touch a heart. It's just a prophecy from somebody's mouth. It is not. My life right now is a life of service till I die till I die on this earth. is a life of service. I am serving God and any prophet God has brought my way. That is my desire for life. I know your calling is to be a doctor. Now, is to take on upon myself the form of a servant. Let's see if the first person that did it, if it ended well for him. You need the heart. It's a grace that must be implanted upon your heart this morning. To recognize that your saint prophet is not someone you have discussions and laugh with. It's not someone you laugh and stand up. You carried sand inside the office. Your common sense didn't tell you that your shoe carried sand. Your shoe carried sand into our house. No, he didn't tell you. Your common sense did not tell you that the, it, is, it is a weekend and therefore a woman whose whole life is spent to serve you should have his room, her room swept and more. Oh, let me tell you another one. This guy's this service is the first time I've sat down in mama's room. <laughs> if I'm going to her house, I'm standing in the parlor. She's my prophet. If she does not invite me and tell me sit down in her room, i don't have the right to sit no you are not hearing what i'm saying i know when you enter the first thing you are looking for <laughs> Mama, mama. <laughs> oh, mama, i know she's your ma- no it's familiarity now she's your mother i'm not saying don't be free with your mother mind you i'm not saying don't be free with your mother if you also come around you find us have conversations and everything but sir in the midst of the free conversations There is no doubt that I am gisting with my sent prophet. It means even in the midst of that gist, God can send instruction. Can you bow your heads for one minute and say, help me now. On this matter, help me. 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 Now, when the Lord wants to bless you via the ministry of your prophet, let me explain this. It is the simple way God blesses us. Can you lift up your face and and take this before you pray? The simple way you receive the blessings is that you enter into the rewards of what you did not labor for. You don't understand what I'm saying. You enter into the rewards of her own labor. You enter into the rewards of her own labor. You enter into the rewards of her own labor that's how labor that's how blessings come from your prophet when your prophet says god bless you what she's saying is i put the grace of god upon my life on the line to supply your needs when the prophet is saying god bless you it means that it is not according to your degree of faith but it's according to her degree of faith you don't when what it, What does it mean in Matthew ten verse forty one? He that bless, uh, that uh, you know giveth a prophet you know shall receive a prophet's reward. It means the reward of what the prophet laboured for in her personal life is what is entitled to you. You are not understanding what I am saying. Ooh, you are not understanding what I am saying. It means therefore that whenever Mama stands here to even say God bless you, and she coughs when, but it meant God bless you it is an opportunity for me to enter into a labor that she has labored in prayer for years such that whenever she opens her mouth, heaven backs her up. Eh? The way I would say the amen is always different from the way all of you says an amen because you, what you don't value doesn't add value to you. That's a mistrial that stood a long time ago that even if I get a cup of water for my mom and she says, God bless you, I have registered it and it must come to pass. Do you know what grace is? Grace is an opportunity for you to enter into another man's labor. And so when she declares any word of blessing for you, it's not according to. It means, therefore, that if she's coming out from a 14-day fast, let me give an example. She's coming out of what? A 14-day fast. And you did something, and she says, Thank you, God bless you, sir. The prophet reward refers to one of the blessings that God will give her for staying with him for 14 days will be blessing you. So I don't want to explain this more. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? It is that's why a man who has knowledge of these things, they don't struggle in life. They have a covering in life, they are defended, they are protected, they are preserved, they are interceded for. Line open unto them, lines fall for them in pleasant places. When you what are things you need to do? Look for an old chapel member that served and worked with mama. Tell the person, please, sir, with all due respect. Tell me the story of your life. Count the number of times Mama will be referenced. You will know that your destiny on campus is small. You should be looking forward to what God is waiting for you in the future. Tell them, just tell me about your life after school and count the number of times Mama will be referenced. I mean, in how people have supernaturally gotten married, or in how people have supernaturally gotten jobs, or in how people have supernaturally gotten favor, or is it on how people have supernaturally traveled outside the country? Which one? In which area? That you allow someone to bring a seed to your heart and rob you of a glorious future. You allow your words and your mind to rob you of a glorious future. You allow a foolish intellect, because it's not wisdom, it's foolishness, to think that you know enough and allow your destiny to be robbed. The expression of your wisdom is in your wise actions. I've told you this before. That knowledge is known by speech. Wisdom is seen in actions. Don't allow what God brought you under for the sake of tomorrow. The present to rob you of it. It is every time that you ask God to help your heart. In fact, my own, this is not the doctrine now. My own is that I can never see a fault in my prophet. I can never. I pray God, blind me to every fault. Blind me. Blind me. I know the word of God and I'm following God himself. So I know what is right or wrong. But in the life of my prophet, blind me to any fault. That is personal. I'm not saying that it is biblical in case someone hears this outside. But that is the way I move. Because Hebrews 7 7, he said, The less is blessed of the the better. At every time water flows down a slope, the day you start feeling that you have gotten to a level that you can have communications.